Oh, hey, sorry, didn't see you there. <laughs> uh, I'm Abby, your uh, cowboy android. And I'm Noah, your um, robber, like from the from the cowboy time tree. <laughs> That's my favorite game, Cowboys and Robbers. Except Cowboy. the Cowboys are also robbers. Just Everyone just steal them from each other. Um, on this show, we randomly generate six English words on randomwordgenerator.com. And we use them to fuel our conversation, so let's do that. Discovery. Troop. Competence. Selection. Experience. Poor, P-O-U-R. Experience. I have had many experiences. I've had almost all of them. <laughs> You've had almost all of the experiences? That's crazy. Like missing like four. It's crazy. It's <laughs> that would be cool if like there was like a, a book somewhere of all of the human experiences and you could like check off what you've done. But like how specific could you get there? You could get real specific. So, okay, maybe not all of them. Maybe there were just, like, a lot of experiences. Oh, and if you, if you accomplish all of the ones that are in this big experience book, then you get, like, an upgrade in the afterlife. Like, you get to go to, like, the good at, the, the best one. <laughs> it's like, um, like, we have, like, archetypal experiences. Mm -hmm. Not quite every, like... Like, saw my cousin Jim, and he said hi. Saw my cousin Jim, and he said hello. Like, these aren't all experiences. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like, we wouldn't get that specific. But, like, you know how, like, in video games, like, sometimes, like, you get, um, like, uh, you unlock achievements for, like, doing, like, some really specific thing. I want something like that, but for real life. Like, real life achievement? Yeah. That'd be neat. I'm trying to think of, like, what a good one would be. Like, probably something... Like when you like when you throw something in the trash from like really far away and you get it in, that's an achievement. Yeah, yeah, and it'll be called Kobe. It'll be called oh, Kobe. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we can make a life achievement fucking just market. That would be marketable. We should do that. Let's do that. Android in the trees, licensed achievement for a uh, life achievement. Okay. Okay. So achievement one, Kobe. Uh, another another achievement. Um, How many should there be? A thousand? That sounds like a. Uh, that's a plenty. lot, but I think we could do it. Um, being on a podcast. Yes, yes, that's two for us. Unless you Kobe. <laughs> two? What do you mean it's two for us? Have you Kobe before? Have I? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I thought you were giving us two each for being on a podcast and I was like, do we have a secret other podcast I don't even know about? Remember, uh, Trandroid and the, the Brie? Trandroid and the, the Brie? Yes, I, I'm cheese in that one. Excellent. Um. <laughs> I'm, gonna write, I'm gonna write a thing that's just a list of achievements and we, uh, we'll go over them. Okay. Nice. Wait, we need one more right now because you need a list of at least three things. Otherwise, it's not a real list. What's that called? Tricolon? Yes. How about uh, get a, a colonoscopy? All right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's the third in the tricolon. <laughs> Excellent. 
discover you have three colons. Whoa, that would be ridiculous. You're a marvel of modern medicine. I want to be a marvel of modern medicine. I mean, maybe you are and you just don't know it. I mean, people have told me I'm, I'm a genetic freak because of my one-hand clapping ability. I mean, can't most people one-hand clap? Yeah, but I do this exceptionally loud. Oh, yeah, that is much louder than what I was doing. Yeah, apparently. But also, I mean, your sound is just louder always, no matter what. So I have no way of judging that. I, I believe you, though. It seems pretty loud. Yeah. Oh, um, completely sidetracked. I saw Incredibles 2. It was very good. Yes, me as well. Excellent. Excellent. Even better than that was that adorable little short beforehand that made me cry. Oh, the bow one? Yes, I love it. It was very cute. Oh my god, he's just a little man and he like walks up and he gets measured on the door. Oh, I love it. Uh, it made me sad. It made me so happy. Yeah, also that. Because, like, I, I'm there. You're there? Like, I, I'm the dumpling. Okay, sure. So, I was at, I was seeing The Incredibles today. But I was thinking, I'm going to say on the show, The Incredibles 2 was, and say it with me now, really Amazing. good. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how you got what I was doing then. Uh-huh. I that. I mean, you, yeah, you, <laughs> that's, that's one of your, you know, patented Noah Ford goofs. Say it with me, Nassar Allah. Yeah. What did I do last week that was, I did a good one. That was a good one. I'm going to say that. It was really good. <laughs> Incredible. Um, yeah, that's where I met. I bought a very cool thing. Yeah. I, I got I got a Mjolnir. Did, you, did I show you that it could like when you say worthy or Thor, it yeah, does a, it goes like yeah, and it does we it, it does the thing anyway, but it shows a little Odin symbol on it. Yeah, it's so cool, such a geeky thing. But I'm so excited for Comic Con. It's gonna be a good year. Oh, I bought more nerdy things yesterday as well. Um... Because the place where I bought my Thor slash Loki dress. No, I don't want to say it like that. It's not like a Thor Loki dress. It's like it's Thor on one side and Loki on the other side. It's not a Thorky dress. Let's get that out there. Yeah. Um, where was I going with it? Oh, so the place I bought that dress from um, sent me an email saying that they were having a sale. And usually, like, I just unsubscribe from emails from places like that. But this place is, like, a real cool place because it's all just, like, nerdy stuff like that. And a lot of it is, like, subtle nerdy, like, stuff I could wear in public, which is, like, my whole deal. Like, it's nerdy, but it's fashionable. It's, like, if you saw it from a distance, you would be like, ah, what an attractive outfit. And then you get up close and you're like, that's Spider-Man. Um... But anyway, so I got some some real nice shorts the other day with the little Millennium Falcons on them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I I like them a whole lot. Oh, this is why I was complaining to you yesterday about how I don't think I should be a a size seven in pants. Not at all. When I'm five two and like a four pounds. 
you're, you're really like like my yeah you're not a size seven you should be like a two at most yeah you would think that and like i have some shorts that are a size zero i hate women's clothing so much like i shouldn't be able to have clothing that ranges like in seven sizes and yet it all fits uh men's clothing the sizing is and the function is much more practical yeah Oh, I was saying that men's sizes should be the universal standard because, like, it's just the measurements and that's just how much, how big you are. That should be your size. Yes, that is a logical way for clothing to be measured. Also pockets. More things yeah, to have. Yeah, also pockets. I, God, like, half of my jeans don't have real pockets. They have fake pockets. Like, what... What's the point? I don't want the aesthetic of pockets. I want a pocket I can put a thing in. Like, people don't put pockets on clothes because they look cool. They put them on so they can put things in them. That's what a pocket is for. Although, I will say sometimes, men's clothing, you go go a little wild with the pockets. Because, like, I have a coin pocket. That all it does is trap three dimes that I can never get out and sometimes accidentally catch my phone case. That pocket doesn't need to happen. See, I wish I had enough space in my pockets for three whole coins. That sounds wonderful. My phone in one pocket with my wallet and a water bottle in the other. God, my phone doesn't even fit in my shorts pockets. It fits like half in and, like, if I move it all, it immediately falls out. It's not right. No, clothes, women's clothes are, they suck and they're bad. What was, what was my, what was my memoir called? That's a misogynistic, I everybody called it. Yeah, you had a really good memoir title about, oh. like, misogyny and how society is, is stupid and bad. I don't remember. Very good. Very good. That's the title. <laughs> Very good is part of the title. Very good, no? Question mark? <laughs> I think we should add something like that to the title of this podcast. So that, like, whenever someone talks about it, it sounds like they're complimenting it. And, like, if you haven't heard of it, you have no idea. It's going to be called Android in the Tree. It's my favorite podcast ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, excellent. <laughs> That'll be part of it, too. And so will this. (laughs) I was listening to Android in the Tree, my favorite podcast ever. That'll be part of it, too. And so is this. And it's my favorite (laughs) podcast ever. Yeah, you already said it's your favorite podcast ever. No, I didn't. I was just telling you the name of of the podcast. Take that part out. That was stupid what I just said. (laughs) I am leaving that in. That's part of the title. And so is this. (laughs) <laughs> so it's gonna be called A-A-T-T A-I-M-F-P E A-T-W B-I I A-S-W Oh my god There we go, I got it That's Android in the Tree and it's my favorite podcast ever and that'll be in it and so will this <laughs> I think 
I'll be more likely to get that acronym right if I just key smash and if I try to remember it. Well, you mean A-A-T-T, etc.? <laughs> yeah. Oh it my was- god, oh my god. About really long acronyms. I was taking a survey today on like this college survey thing that Dartmouth runs. Um, because I like taking surveys. I think that they're fun. Um, but anyway, what I took one and it was about like the LGBTQ acronym and like the questions were like, do you know what this acronym stands for? And this one and this one, like they just kept getting longer. And it wasn't until like the very last one that I didn't know what all the letters stood for. It was like LGBTQIAPK plus. And I didn't know what the K stood for, and I had to look it up. And apparently, it stands for kinkiness, which makes me so mad because that's not LGBT. Like LGBT doesn't mean like weird sexuality things. It's where all the weird sex people go. That's not what it is. And it makes me so mad when people like act like kink is like the same thing as being gay because it's not. Not just two straight cis people doing it in missionary. You are in the LGBT something 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 K plus. Yep. Yeah, no, apparently. If you like to, like... I've... Move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds pretty gay to me. Damn kinky, huh? You ever wave at a man? Kinky. You're gay. Oh. <laughs> that was experience, and what an experience it was. Cool. Where do you want to go next? Uh, I want to go to bed. Well, me too, but we can't because we have five words left. Not true. I'm in bed now, and I can still say the five words. I'm actually uh, also in bed right now. So perfect. What a, a poor choice of words. That's the wrong that. kind of poor. It's the other kind of poor. How about a power choice of words that was? <laughs> okay, sure. That's the French pronunciation. Yes. You ever go to pour, like, water or juice and just completely miss the cup? Um, it usually no. happens to me going up to a fridge. With, um, you ever go over, like, a friend's house with, and they have a fridge with a water dispenser on it? And then, like, it's either too far forward or too far back, and you just completely miss the cup? No, because I don't think I go to people's houses. People usually come to my house. The I last time I can remember using someone else's water dispenser was when I was in elementary school at my friend Nicole's house. Oh, so you just don't go places, right? Yeah, it's not even like I don't hang out with other people. It's just that they always come to my house. Like, in all of my friendships, it's been, like, my house is the default house we go to. And we only go to their house if, like, something weird is going on at my house. The only time we went to my house was when Cheryl was here and we wanted to watch Tom and Jerry and the the weird Vorfan. That's right! Okay, well... (laughs) Say it like that. Yeah, you know, we just hung out and watched some board like you do. Yeah. 
Antivor with Tom and Jerry. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, but we watched, um, what, did, what was it even called? I, I don't know, was it just Tom and Jerry and Willy Wonka? Yeah. Yeah, whatever it's called, but it was Tom and Jerry and Willy Wonka, and it was literally just the Willy, or, like, yeah, the original Willy Wonka movie animated and also tom and jerry were there and they weren't integral to the plot or anything the plot didn't change at all it was the exact same story it's just that tom and jerry were there willy wonka and tom and jerry and it had some serious for wasn't it like inflation it was yeah no it was mostly inflation there was an obscene amount of inflation stuff like somebody who worked on this Let's just say they were part of the LGBT community. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> I feel like there was also some bore in it, though. I feel like there was a little bit of everything. Yeah. And, and Yeah, and I mean, it was Tom and Jerry, so also probably they were furries. Oh, of course. You know, that's another LGBT. That's what the F is for. <laughs> yeah, the silent F. Yeah, it's between the... All the letters. It's just one between LFGF. It's what unites us all. <laughs> it's the force that binds us. It's just furries. We all have our differences, but deep down, we're all Don't a little... <laughs> I'm gonna say it. We're all a little furry. I mean, technically, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a good... I'm just going home now. Aren't you already at home? Not in my yeah. Um, what did you say? I am here, yes, at my home. Um, I have that thought a lot when I'm at home. Just like, I want to go home now, but I am, and then there's nowhere that I can go. Yeah. I'm going to go to the bridge and cross it and come back. Dramatic. Um, you want to talk about a different word? I was in poor. Oh, I have another thing to say. What are we talking about? Tom and Jerry... Inflation. Oh, I, oh, I know what I was going to say, because I said we're all a little furry. And then I started thinking about it, and I was like, am I? Because I don't think I'm as furry as some people are, like, even, like, casuals. Like, because I've never even been into, like, you know, like, Robin Hood. That's, like, like basic furry stuff. Or, like, uh, Mufasa. I was like, oh, men in tights, and I'm like, that's furry to you? No, 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 the Disney one where he's a fox. That's the only, okay, for, side note, for a long time, that was the only version of Robin Hood I, I knew. So, like, occasionally now, I'll, like, read a story about Robin Hood. Like, I had to read one in English last semester. And the entire time, I just kept picturing the characters as foxes. Because that's the one that I'm most familiar with. I always it was about people, but I was like, oh, yeah, so then the, the lady fox did this, and also there's a bear here, probably. <laughs> Which is actually an LGBT thing. <laughs> yes. Um, whenever I hear stories about Robin Hood, I always think of, A, there was a Star Trek Next Generation episode where Q made them Robin Hood, and Robin Hood is Picard in my head. Uh-huh. Or it's the one from Shrek with his, like, dancers. Oh, he's a very good Robin Hood. And there's a scene in um, the Star Trek episode where Worf, the Klingon boy, looks at somebody and he whips his hat out of the car and she says, I am not a merry man. <laughs> I thought that was... Especially out of context. I've seen people use that clip 
as reactions to things on Twitter and mm-hmm. such. Very good. What was that for? What was what for? I was acknowledging your comment. Oh, okay. Sounded like you were an Like you were like... No, it was like, like an uh, like a, a, a recognition, not like a uh, like a bad. So Star Trek I was just talking about, we can go into Discovery because that's the Star Trek thing. That's... Yeah. Did you watch it? I haven't watched a lot of it. I think, I was, yeah, I only watched the first episode that they aired on CBS before all of the rest of them were on its dumb streaming service that, like, probably five people in the entire planet own. Yeah, and they're all only Star Trek fans. That's really the only reason to have it. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to watch The Big Bang Theory. Oh my god, I did see this review once of CBS All Access, and it was from this person, like... And they were like, I'm a 55, I'm a, or a 65-year-old woman, and The Big Bang Theory is my favorite show, and I love CBS All Access, Can I can watch Big Bang Theory all day, every day. And Young Sheldon. Yes, but why would you? Especially Young That's what she likes to do. What would you think for a prequel series to The Big Bang Theory? We need to expand the lore. We need to go delve deeper into the character of Sheldon Cooper. The thing that's wild to be to me about young Sheldon is that it's like not the same format as the Big Bang Theory at all. It's like real fancy cameras and like it doesn't have a laugh track and it's like it's off-putting, honestly. Like transition between the two of those. Yeah, like they're like completely different genres. It's really it's kind of weird, but. Like, it doesn't even connect. I feel like it was just a show they wanted to have with a smart little kid on it. Mm-hmm. Like, Nobody's going to watch this unless we put Sheldon in yeah. it. The other thing about young Sheldon is, like, obviously I haven't watched that much of it. But based on, like, where the Big Bang Theory starts, Sheldon's character in young Sheldon can't have any long-lasting, serious character development. Like, he's got to stay, like, a jerk. He started out really one-dimensional, especially. Because, like, mm. there used to be, like, such crazy regression. Yeah. In, between the series. Um, there's something I wanted to say about that, too. Oh, yeah, no. Then I have to pull, like, a full-on Yoda. What? Like, goes in the woods and just kind of kind of loses it a little bit. <laughs> but, like, that's a huge jump from episode three to episode, what, what do you show up in the five? Where he's just, like, a little old wood hermit? Mm-hmm. He's just, like, a completely different being? Yeah. Yoda, Yoda in the prequels was jarring. When he's doing, like, the flips and, like, being, like, a Beyblade air. <laughs> what are you doing? You were just a little old man, like, poking somebody with a stick. Now you're just like a fourth god jumping around. Well, yeah, in the prequels he was young and spry, like only eight hundred. Yeah, but like that's what I don't understand too. Like it's such a rapid decline, especially for someone of his like aging process. Uh huh. I mean, to be fair, like the galaxy did plunge into war. I think it was probably a little rough on everyone. Like Obi Wan did not age well at all. Well, yeah, but that was still like what twenty years between then. 
So he went from like 20 to 80. You know, like you do. It was rough, but like also Yoda's like that's that's a big jump. Mm-hmm. You know, he did the Obi Wan did, did did lose a lot of ground there. <laughs> it moved like he used to, like like especially in that first fight with Obi Wan. That was rough looking. That was very. Nerd. Oh my the- god! I know. Like going back and rewatching like the original movies, like it really shows how far we've come with like. I mean, everything, but, like, fight choreography, definitely. Um, Like, even, like, I'm not a huge fan of Last Jedi, but that throne room scene was so well, like, it looked awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they had a recut of that scene between him and Darth Vader, and it looks cool. Like, they re-shot it. Not officially, but, like, a fan did it, and it looked cool. Uh But, like, I don't understand how we've gotten to this point, like how the movies were perceived as good enough back then that they were like, this needs to be going further. Like they're good. They're great movies. But like, like well, understanding it's coming from. Yeah. I mean, like at the time that they came out, like there was nothing like that. Like there wasn't anything to compare it to. Like it's easy now to be like, Oh, you know, like episodes, the four through six like don't compare visually to all the other ones but like that's because like so much time has passed and like we've made so many advancements in every part of the movie industry no i understand that but like i'm talking about that scene with with vader and obi-wan fighting like how did people be like that was so amazing because there were laser swords we've never seen laser swords before that slow. Well, I actually heard someone talking about this recently and how the lightsaber battles in the original trilogy were very much based on like old fencing styles. So like they are a lot oh, slower and a like, lot like less visually interesting, whereas the newer ones are like more martial artsy kind of. Yeah. And it was much more focused on like placement of the sword rather than like Flying around and flipping and throwing thing over here. I want I want that to be the script for our next star. If I were ever a Jedi, that's what I'd be doing. I think that's why you're not a Jedi. On a minute, you have made three assumptions there, <laughs> and all of them incorrect potentially. How do you know I'm not a Jedi. Eh? I've I've never seen you brandish a lightsaber. I am a good Jedi, so I wouldn't do it in public, jeez. Okay. Um, the second assumption was, why would you think Jedi wouldn't want to be that? That seems like exactly be- like they're... Because it's completely against, like, the Jedi religion and what they stand for. Why? Why is that? Well, aren't they very much, like, about, like, keeping things in and, like, not being openly... Like, loud and emotional. Yeah, I guess. I just want to narrate the battle. So, so my, I want to be fair to my opponent. So they know what's coming. It's more popular rather than that. What? It's a strategic disadvantage, but I'm a good enough Jedi that I don't think I need, <laughs> that need the crutch of, of an unnarrated fight. Oh, see, what, what would be smart is if at first you were narrating and like you were actually saying what you were doing 
Stay and then, what like, I wasn't. Yeah, you stay what you're not doing, and they, they expect you to do what you're saying, because that's what you've been doing. You throw them off, and you stab them, and they die. I, if I ever got into a police chase scenario, not that I would, but, like, if I ever was trying to outrun the police, I would start by using my blinkers in a, in a predictable way. <laughs> do it sporadically. <laughs> Whoa! If you turn the other way, that, that's what? Whoa! Check out that blink maneuver. Like a blink 182 over there. Oh, my God. That's an actual thing. You just blink 182 times back and forth. Back and forth? Yeah. How do you think blinking works? What do you mean? How can you blink back and forth? Like, are you and another person blinking at each other? Hard. Like, you right, left, right, left, right, left, right. That's not blinking, then. It's winking. No, it's a blinker. Oh, you're talking about cars? Yes, I was in a police chase. I'm not blinking with my eyes. (laughs) Well, no, no, no. I understood the first part of what you were saying, but then when you started talking about Blink-182, I thought you'd changed subjects. I misunderstood. Complete. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, no, why would... Okay, yep. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling my blinkers winkers. Don't do that. But you only use one of them at a time. It's not blinking. Oh, so your hazards are your blinkers? Yeah, your hazards are your blinkers and your blinkers. Your are your winkers. winkers. I wanna I wanna go through <laughs> and like have you like well I'll take a picture of a car and we'll do like cross sections. Please and I'll name what things are. And like this is an up car, this is a down car. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if we just had to go through and, like, do a documentary about cars, I think that'd be funny. The spot where your air filter should be is, like, a squirrel motel. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. That'll, that's what we'll call it, is the squirrel motel. If you open up the hood of a car, I think I would call, like, half the things in there the engine. <laughs> uh, we have three more words, too. Yes. Um, so we did uh, Discovery Experience 4. Uh, what do you want now? Make your selection. So we're doing selection? Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. Okay, we're doing selection. Okay. Um, I've thought about running for election before. For election? Yes. Well, that's a different word. Not if I'm a selectman who selects things and make selections. Oh, 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 are you running for selectmen? Yes, election for selectmen. That's okay. what I've chosen selection. Uh, I don't actually so, know what a selectman does. I figure they select things. I mean, yeah, that is what the name would imply. Just look at things and go, no, not that. Good. I bet I could, I bet I could get elected for a thing. I'm sure you could. You're very charismatic, which is like 95% of the battle. Yeah, no, that's really all you gotta be. Very, very little of uh, running for political office is based on your actual political beliefs. And I'm a quick thinker, which means I can make up both things for not, like, 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 
will you go to war ever? I'm like, well, I won't say I won't never not go to war. I'm just like, like make things up, you know? Like Pinocchio like, and Shrek. Yeah, I'll be, oh, yeah. <laughs> It'd be a great I don't thought. know where Shrek isn't. Well, if you're thinking he's not there, then it's saying he isn't not there with his... <laughs> oh, so good. I forgot about Pinocchio and Shrek. What an under underdeveloped character, huh? I feel like people have been crying out for Pinocchio to get more of a, a story arc. Uh-huh. And it just hasn't come yet, you know? Right, but I wonder if part of what makes Pinocchio such an attractive character is that there's so much of his story that isn't fleshed <laughs> out. And so the audience can kind of put themselves in his shoes, you know? So we're gripping onto him because he's a mystery and his, 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 his <laughs> enigmatic nature is really what draws us to the character. Exactly. Fascinating observation about Pinocchio from Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> who's, your favorite, who's your favorite Shrek character? My favorite Shrek character? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't want to be like Shrek, but, but I mean, Shrek is very good. Shrek is very good. I think a lot of... The reason that a lot of, like, movies and shows and books fail for me is that the main character is just a complete blank slate. And I understand why you would do that, because, I mean, it's for the Pinocchio reasons that we just listed. Like, anyone can latch on to the character. But I think it's so much more interesting when you have a really, really defined main character. Yeah, like, such a bold... like. The thing I honestly, this is this is gonna sound like I'm trying to be like BS in you, but like the thing I do really like about Shrek is that like they made so many great decisions with the character and just like made him a, a full on being. Mm-hmm. Like he's not one. He's he's got desires that he's got. He's like a real fleshed out character. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like the whole third movie was about him being nervous to have kids. Like he doesn't think he's ready, and like that's that's a big, big topic for a, for a children's movie to yeah no it's a fantastic movie i love it it's a great series or at least the first the Three. first yeah people don't like the third one i liked the third one but the, the f- third two often get get kind of muddled up in my head yeah yeah, yeah. the fourth they one have, is like, genuinely a... bad that's accurate fourth one yeah yeah, Shrek Forever After was not was not their best best go. No, I mean it peaked at Shrek Two, as we all know. Two was 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 peak Shrek. You know, mm-hmm. it was there was the Shrek apex right there. Yep. And we've been on a steady. You remember when Shrek fell off a cliff? No, I think I missed that scene. It must have been in the fourth movie because I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, no, it was. Oh. Or did it happen in the first one? Like, was there a thing where they, like, fell off the mountaintop and, like, rolled down or something? Maybe? Shrek 1, I'd say, is probably actually my third favorite Shrek. Really? Yeah, I'm saying 2, 3, 1, 4. Hmm. I think I would have to rewatch all of them. (laughs) The scene I always remember is I think pretty soon before that when they get to the town and there's the little like it's a small 
like yeah 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 that thing to lock it's a perfect yes 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 have your shoes wipe your face face. yes it took me so long to understand that scene (laughs) well as a child i didn't know bad words i didn't know what the joke was i thought it was just like haha it doesn't rhyme afterwards they have like the picture that prints out and I'm just like totally in shock like what? uh huh that trick was, was an underrated film I mean I don't think it is underrated I think it's uh very well beloved yeah speaking of beloved that was a, that was an odd film but I, I think I enjoyed the book yeah it was a good book Tony Morrison is a great author that's my take on beloved the, the movie Dying Oprah Winfrey. Okay. Oh, that was that was what selection? Yes. Yes. Do you have anything to say about troop or competence? Mm, no. Are those our last two words? Yes. Oh, so I should say things about them. Did I just say no. I meant to say yes. I do have things to say about them. <laughs> well, I had nothing to say about them, but because I have to, I'll have something <laughs> to say about them. Um. Uh, troop. What can what can what can we say about troop that hasn't already been said? Oh my god. Um. You know the game Goof Troop. Yes. I've never played it. Who did that? You know it was it. Tim uh, Felicia Day played it with her brother Ryan oh. on their uh, oh. <laughs> YouTube show Coaptitude. I like those two. They're they're fun. I love them. He. I wish, like, did other things, because he's, I think he's very funny, but he's just, like, a regular guy. Yeah, you know, he's, he's got that, he's got that realistic, like, charm to him. Well, I mean, he is, he's a real person. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, he's not trying to be anything special, and that's what makes him special. Right, yeah. No, I love Ryan Day. He's oh, he's so funny, and Felicia Day is so beautiful and so amazing, and they're excellent siblings. And she's very good at magic. So I hear. She was on Spell Slingers a couple times. I don't I know what played, that is. It's a magic like show where they have just a bunch of people playing magic. She was on a team with Alan Tudyk. That makes sense to me. Alan Tudyk is really funny as well. That he is. I didn't know that until I did. <laughs> Things are what they are until they're not, or what they're not until they are. Yes, it, it's the inverse of Android's rule. Wait, what is Android's rule? Wait, what was Creighton's law? Um, That's the thing where when someone else tries to do something that you've been doing, their success rate goes up like a huge oh, percent. Right. Well, we'll call this one Ford's Law, then, is the anything will be... Ford's Law sounds like it's probably already a thing. Let me look it up. Hold. 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 Ford's Law does not look like a thing. Okay. Well, now it is. Ford's Law states that anything is... is, It's it's not even really a... (laughs) Concept. It is what it is, is basically. It, it is until it's not, and then it isn't when it's not anymore. <laughs> and then we just did the inverse of Ford's Law, 
which is Droth's Law. What? Droth's Law. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> was this Troop? Because I said what hasn't... Yeah. Yeah, that was Troop, and then it was Goof Troop, and then the Day Siblings. So, uh, competence. Unless you have anything yeah. about Troop. Uh, about Troop? Yeah, but also we've been going for 56 minutes, so maybe not. Here's what I have to say about Troop. Competence. What do we say about that? Okay, that had nothing to do with Troop, but competence is the last word. Um, I had a thing and I lost it, so I was just like, you know what? Just soldier our way in. Oh, <laughs> oh Troop connections. What? Okay, well, I'm going to talk about competence. I have no idea what you're doing. Um, I'm more competent at my job than I thought I was. Uh, so, like, basically, I've explained what we do. We, we bleed horseshoe crabs. We take blood from them. Um, and in a shift, I can do, like, 80, which I thought was only, like, mediocre. Because, like, the really good people do over 100 in a shift. So I thought I was, like, not a very good bleeder. And then today, like, one of the returners who's been there for years was like, Oh, I got my record today. I got 83. And, like, I got 86 that shift. And that wasn't even my best shift. So, like, I think I'm, I'm better at this than I think it is. I think that the only people who talk about how many crabs they get are just the people who get a ton of crabs because it's impressive. But I think most people are doing, like, about 80. Damn, you're you are a, a, a I am average, which average is all that I want. I just don't want to be the weak link. I am definitely not the weak link at my work, let me tell you. You are the strong link with those big I arms am, and I'm not the strongest link, but I am I'd say I'm like probably like um like a tune link. Like a what link? Tune link. Oh okay. Oh, darn. I was gonna... See, I was gonna make that kind of joke, but then you already made the joke. Well, I guess I just found the missing link then, huh? <laughs> You're so much better at jokes than I am. I just... Yeah. Accident, I say funny things not on purpose, because I don't know what I'm saying, and I just keep talking. <laughs> your funny is intentional most of the time. It's my favorite, though, because, like, you're totally just stumbling around and hitting the words, and it's worked. That's how I go through life also as well. I just kind of stumble around, see what happens. That yeah, no, that's yet. definitely... I just stumble around with a lot of confidence, and it's hope, hope for the best. I stumble around with very little confidence, but with a lot of competence. So I guess that's not actually stumbling around that much. I feel like I'm stumbling. Other people think I know what I'm doing. That's exactly, yeah, I think we both have that gift for different reasons. Uh-huh. You're so inward with it mm-hmm. that you're like, like, well, she hasn't asked any questions, so she has to know what she's doing. And then this guy over here is, like, talking up a storm, so he's got to know what he's doing at this point. Or yeah, else yeah, yeah. I'm that, like, kind of, like, quiet, meditative confidence, and you're, like, that bold and brash confidence. Yeah, yeah, you've got Ravenclaw confidence. I've got Gryffindor confidence. Yes. Bold and brash. More, More like, like belo- belongs in the trash. <laughs> More like belongs in the trash. I love that little art critic guy. Perfect censorship. Speaking of undeveloped characters. Oh my god. <laughs> what happened to Monty P. Moneybags from SpongeBob, huh? Why do you Why know his name? 
I was doing stuff like that like the other day. I was like, do you remember the episode of SpongeBob with the dirty fish grubby grouper? No. Exactly. I have a gift for the obscure. Uh huh. This is this is what my life has become just a series of movie references that nobody else will know. <laughs> one day I will find the perfect being for me who will just understand one, just one. And I'll say Monty P. Moneybags. They're like, oh hey, from SpongeBob, and then I'll marry them on the spot. <laughs> when they speak those words, you become legally married. Yes. Yeah, it's not even... I gotta write a contract with the world right now. Mm-hmm. If anybody out here remembers Monty P. Moneybags, <laughs> consider us married. Well... That's, that's no, that's you say this. <laughs> you paused for a long time and I was like, oh no, is this me? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's dinner time. So, bye.